Support for PRI's The World's Podcast comes from Lumosity. Lumosity Lumosity.com's daily workouts are like a personal trainer for your brain, improving your performance with the science of neuroplasticity, but in a way that just feels like games. Start training today at Lumosity.com. Satire apparently is no joke in Egypt. Today, Monday, April 1st, this is The World. A popular Egyptian comedian is hauled in for questioning. We examine how freedom of expression is faring post-Arab Spring. The sort of boundaries that are being broken are new, but of course satire is out of place in a country like Egypt for many years. And in Syria, one community questions the rebels' vision of the future. The free armies, they don't want Bashar and ask them who you want. They can't give an answer. They don't have anyone. We'll hear from Syrian Armenians who fled their country's civil war. And later, a visit to the world's biggest fish market. From Public Radio International, the BBC, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. PRI's The World is brought to you by Medtronic, supporting the work of Wired International, providing medical and healthcare information and education in the developing world and in regions affected by war. Now on Facebook, look for Medtronic NCD. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. In the early days of American democracy, you could always count on Benjamin Franklin for a good political joke to put things into perspective. In the early days of Egypt's democracy, you've got Bassem Youssef. He's been called the Egyptian John Stewart. The former heart surgeon shot to fame during Egypt's revolution in 2011 after he posted videos on YouTube lampooning political figures. And those videos paved the way for a TV show with millions of viewers. But over the weekend, Bassem Yusuf saw what happens when he thinks he's funny, but the Egyptian government does not. A warrant was issued and Yusuf was questioned by authorities for a few hours before being released on bail. The comedian allegedly insulted Islam and President Mohamed Morsi. Here's Yusuf's response. I don't have any personal vendettas against anyone. On the contrary, it would be an honor for me to host any of those I criticize on my show. It would be a success for myself and also a success for freedom of thought and expression, as it would send a message to the people that they, the Muslim Brotherhood, are in power. They accept criticism and that once they leave the show, I'd still criticize them. This happens all over the world, so why can't it be for us? That is a key question, and not just in Egypt, but also in other Arab Spring countries like Tunisia and Libya, where revolutions have toppled long-standing rulers. Michael Wahid Hanna is a fellow at the Century Foundation. Let's start with Egypt, Michael. Why is the government so upset with people like uh, this comedian Bassem Youssef? Well, I think we've seen a rhetorical commitment to notions of freedom of expression, but it's clear that they are not deeply rooted yet. And I think these newfound freedoms are going to be rigorously tested in a lot of ways. And we see this very clearly with the case of Bessim Youssef, a satirist, a very popular comedian, somebody who, who has skewered the Muslim Brotherhood-led government. And despite their protestations that they are okay with notions of freedom of speech and expression, uh, this has obviously hit a nerve. Uh, This is a very popular show, perhaps the most popular show in Egypt, and this is something new. Egypt's media space was semi-free in the past, although there were very clear red lines that could never be crossed, 
But it's now become a very unruly and raucous forum. And within that uh, space, there is a very freewheeling and direct criticism of the rulers uh, in power. And that's something new. And what about uh, satire in Tunisia and Libya right now? Any difference there? I mean, has it evolved in the same way as Egypt or differently? Well, differently. I mean, I think the starting point for each of these societies was different. As I mentioned, the media space in Egypt was controlled, but slightly more free in Egypt. You had a proliferation of press and even opposition papers that had some freedom to express various kinds of dissent and opposition within some boundaries. Uh, and of course, the media space in a place like Libya was much more tightly controlled. We did see last year in Libya the Supreme Court strike down a transitional law that had put into place some restrictions on political speech, and I think that's a positive. But of course, Libya is starting from a much different place than Egypt, which had a much more robust